Welcome to Business Resilience Decoded. I am your host, Vanessa Vaughn Matthews, the founder and chief resilience officer of Asphalus Advisors. Today we have an accomplished guest and someone that I have watched from afar from a while, and I'm so excited that she's joining us on our podcast today. She'll be speaking on newcomers and business continuity. So let's jump right in and meet Selma Contigno. She's with Ericsson and she's the director of security operations and business continuity management. Good morning, Selma. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good too. <laughs> so the last time I saw you, we were doing a DRJ town hall, like March, April, when COVID first started. How are things for you now? Things are going better. Now we are having more tranquility, but we still with a lot of crises in between. Can you tell our listeners more about you and your path to business continuity and security? Okay, so I've started in Ericsson as an intern. So I was a newcomer when I initiate my career all the time in security. So I had the chance to go through different paths in the security organization. And business continuity came to me in a, the big folder with a bunch of documents. And my boss at the time just tell me, hey, you need to update this. So in the beginning, I was shocked. In the end, I started to question a lot. So why I need to do this? Why I need that? And go into the internet and asking people what I need to do, how to do. And my first search, I got the DRJ as one of my source of uh, what is it and what I need to do with it. Since that, I started to invest more on this because every time internally in the company, when we ask, not all answers were coming. And studying was part of my life to bring me this opportunity now uh, as, as director for uh, business continuity. I also had experience in Latin America. It was my first place. I came from Brazil. So Brazil, Latin America, now Americas. So it was changing over the time, but all going through BCM, risk management, information security and security in general. So this was my path all the time in Ericsson because I, I can say that the company was awesome. They gave me a lot of opportunities and one of opportunities to be here. Well, you've had a path. <laughs> and then I, I start since the beginning. So intern and yeah. So that's really good because you know what it's like to be an intern. And then now yes. as the director of an entire program, you hire interns, right? Yes. So what is typically the first option for newcomers as it relates to governance, risk, compliance? What's the first option? Because I don't think it's business continuity. And it's it's interesting because I did a lot of recruitment of new, new people to my team and some of them say, what is business continuity? So, wow. So you apply for a position that you don't know what it is. No, no, I've heard, but I, I don't know if I clearly understand. But it's information security. Yes, in the team we have information security, but your focus will be this. And after five minutes conversation, try to explain in a very nutshell explanation what is BCM. People uh, say, ah, this is interesting. I like that. Yes, so this is BCM. So everyone that comes, don't come for that. They come because it's security or information security or cyber or other buzzwords that it's in the market. But over the time, they started to understand. Why do you think that is? I mean, why, why is business continuity not the first option for newcomers? 
I will tell what I've heard and also my, my experiences. So the first thing is in the university, they don't have a subject to restart the business continuity. They have a risk management, they have information security, they have cyber, they have all the other subject matter areas, but they don't see BCM as one area. They see as a little piece from that. The second point is when we, we started to, to read about and see that BCM is uh, requires some knowledge from the company end to end to, to help you to the implementation, people feel that it's hard. And I, by curiosity, I was just searching in a web page where you can see the new professions and the, how to choose the one. And in the classification, they have a business continuity is hard. So hard. And I started to, to investigate and asking to, to these people, why you feel that it's hard? No, because it's require a lot of knowledge and we don't have. Over the time, they've started to understand that it's not so hard. It's just matter to listen understand and started to implement what you have learned. Unfortunately, this is the reality. Yeah. So that's interesting. So you and I have a few things in common. I started in the industry too, as an intern, I did five internships ultimately. Yeah. Four in government and one in private sector. And my curriculum taught us Homeland security and emergency management. So when I came to corporate, they said, well, I need you to build a business continuity plan. And I'm like, well, I learned about a coop plan and the emergency operations plan, but mm -hmm. what is a business continuity plan? And how do you do this yes. for a company who builds airplanes? I had no idea. Mm -hmm. So it took me six months to understand, number one, how the business makes money, how they lose money, <laughs> yeah. what their operations process is like. And then mm -hmm. it took me a lot more than that to understand, well, what is business continuity? So I think to your point, education, mm -hmm. I also think that instructors may not know. And so they don't typically teach students about some of the things that we're doing in the industry. So when they come out, yes. all they're thinking about is emergency management on the government side, yeah. but they're not thinking about this whole industry of business continuity. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree with that. I, I came from an IT education. I remember from the area of risk management. And uh, when I challenged my teacher and said, hey, why not a business continuity? Why we don't have a discipline for that? Then they said, no, it's because it's just a little piece. We don't need that at this moment. And it's too much to you. So. What is the paradigm shift that you expect to see with newcomers? So we talked about many of them don't know that this is a good first option for them, right? Mm -hmm. And we understand a, a couple of reasons why they, that may be. Yeah. You shared a little bit about what interns have shared with you in terms mm -hmm. of it may seem difficult or it just may not be clear in terms of what mm -hmm. is it that a business continuity practitioner does. What's the paradigm shift that you expect to see with newcomers? First, I think that they are closer to the technology and the, this young people that it's coming to, to the corporation. It's always, a, it's always a challenge, not only for BCM, but in general. They have in their hands all these technologies, IoT, cloud, robots, machine learnings, and etc. that they are living and seeing that as an opportunity for simplification. This is something that for us, that perhaps we have some trouble to understand everything, but for them, it's pretty easy. And we needed to give them the chance to bring these new ideas for business continuity and also help the company to do that better and 
transform this shift that BCM is hard, it's difficult, and etc., in something that it's part of the business and easy to do. So this is this is something that I truly believe that we can do. And this new industry that we are visualizing with all of this. Uh, scenarios will give them the chance to use the curiosity that it's very common in this newcomers. So they are curious to see why I'm doing that and the purpose, because it's uh, it's part of this new technology is bringing some purpose. So this would be, at least for me, some opportunities that we are giving to them to teach us and help the companies to go up front with a business continuity and resilience, because it will need Absolutely. it. What they have exposure to now versus what we had exposure to 10 years ago from a technology perspective, to yes. your point, I think it can definitely help move the ball forward in the industry mm -hmm. and also to help make sure that we have a better mindset for how we approach technology in this yes. industry. So mm -hmm. let me ask you this. You are a director of a large company. Mm -hmm. You have peers across the country who are listening to our podcast right now. What's one or two things that you can share with your peers on what they can do better to attract and retain this new generation in business continuity? So I think that the first thing that they needed to see is uh, give the chance and observe some soft skills. So they will not be perfect in business continuity. They will not understand the BIA. They will not see all the acronyms that we have in our Bible to execute the things, but give the chance and observe these characteristics that are good for a BCM people. So be curious, uh, uh, try to have a leadership uh, uh, skill, push the initiatives, questioning and challenging people about things. So these are the first uh, point that I would like to say to my peers. And just getting my case, when I was doing my interview in Ericsson, I remember that my boss at that time just asked why you applied for this position no, in the security organization here. And at that time, I was just coming from the police. And then uh, I said, I don't know anything, but I have the feelings that I can do that. And I, I will do my best to do. This was the phrase that I used all in all time of my career. So this is the first characteristic. They gave me the chance to show that I can do. Uh, the second one is, I know that we are very knowledgeable, but uh, uh, we needed to stop and listen. What is their questions? what they want to understand, what they need to learn, because they can bring us different uh, approaches or different views that most probably, as because we are so focused and so following the pattern, sometimes we don't have, we don't have the chance to challenge ourselves, listen and give them this opportunity. Also demonstrate the purpose. These newcomers, they need a purpose. If we don't do that, they will not feel that this is important. We need to make it important to them. Once they feel that, they will embrace the cause and continue uh, the implementation. The other thing that I, I think that it's important and uh, this is part of our job, so we needed to continue learning. So a BC professional, as same as other disciplines, but in especial when we talk about the business continuity, we need to study, we need to understand the things. No matter, we will not be expert in everything, but we needed to understand some points. So this would be uh, important to us. And last but not least, I think that we needed to keep them working group. They liked working group. This makes total difference. So this was part of my experience and also the interns that I used to have 
uh, in my team, this was the chance that I used to give to them, working teams. Yeah. In the end of the day, you see the progress of people and it's really good. Yeah, you, you mentioned some really great points. And your second point about listening, I think is so important. I will never forget, I was at a conference a couple years ago and I think my business card had like business continuity expert or mm -hmm. specialist. And this person was in the industry for 20 years and he was a male and he looked at me and, and he said, what can you tell me about business continuity? I've been doing this longer than you've been alive. And I don't know if he understood in that moment, but it completely turned me off to even wanting to have a conversation with him because just the perception of a young person in the industry were not always received and welcomed. And so therefore you cannot feel like you belong in a place mm -hmm. that actually needs you. And so it's not about what I can tell you that, that you don't know. It's about mm -hmm. how do we take an opportunity to learn from one another? Cause I may have had different experiences or I might be able to see things differently. So yes. it really just was interesting what he said to me and, and how he engaged me on our first interaction. Mm -hmm. But I have to say that happens a lot in this industry. <laughs> so I think, yeah. you know, for those of you who are listening and you are a peer of Selma, please take to heart what she just said, yeah. right? These are four or five things that you can do to be a better leader and to also really be more inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. yeah, and we needed to continue. I think that this is, this is key for us. I don't remember where I heard that, but it was in a meeting where people say business continuity will die. And when I hear that, I was early in my career, I said, no, I cannot do that. I cannot permit that this situation happens because I understand what I'm doing. At least I see the purpose. We need to continue on that. So since that, this is my message to them. So guys, this is not something that will die. This is something that will continue and we have a lot of opportunities. So we have all these resiliences aspects that are coming to us because of the COVID, but not only because of that. We have cyber incidents, we can have natural disasters, a lot of things happening at the same time that prove that our activity is, is really, really important. So give the chance, understand that we needed to have these newcomers to continue these activities and also improve because yes. everyone that comes after us are bringing something different and absolutely. making the difference to the companies in the end of the day. So absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. So where can our listeners find you? One place that uh, people can find me is on LinkedIn. So just leave a message there. So I, I'm glad to talk if you, if you need just to discuss or to benchmark I think that it's really valuable. I really embrace the cause of the newcomers because if the company haven't gave me the chance, probably I will not be here. So give the chance to these ones that are coming. There you have it. Thanks for tuning in to Business Resilience Decoded with the Disaster Recovery Journal and Aspalis Advisors. Subscribe, share, download, and look out for future episodes.